0: (laughs) namaste this is international opera star brandon Jovanovich. i've lived a full life some might say a blessed life growing up in the wide open spaces of montana i've witnessed some of the most spectacular vistas known to man sunsets of orange gold sprinkled with a touch of mystery that would make most mortals weep As a father, I keenly recall looking to my children's eyes that first time that they truly recognized me, their dad, and how it stirred a love in my soul unlike anything I'd known until then. Cresting a hill in Palm Beach, Florida one morning while holding a cup of coffee and watching the sun kiss the Atlantic Ocean, listening to the sound of the pounding surf and hailing the scent of salt and thinking, God must have marveled at the same sight when he first created it. I do. Two words that are seared into my very being on the day that I wed. With family and friends looking on, my best friend in the world said she'd waltz through all of life's ups and downs with me by her side. These and so many other moments can only be enhanced by listening to the malefulous rumblings of the man, the myth, the living legend you're hearing today. Christian Van Horn, on the CBH
1: Podcast. Yeah! Good morning. Oh, jeez. That is out, sir. Good morning. Thursday, September 23rd. And uh, back in Chicago. We got our second Macbeth today. A matinee. We're doing a ton of matinees, actually. I, I I don't have the number, so I'm going to make it up. I'm going to say at least half of the shows are matinees. Uh, we just got to gotta play to our crowd. If we can uh, sell more tickets in the afternoon, we should do it. Thursday afternoon matinee. Uh, it's a little strange, but um, hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I just got back in uh, uh, from New York yesterday. I had a great trip to New York. Uh, very productive got a lot of t- a lot of stuff done uh coachings and lessons even had a voice lesson i got to see my voice teacher something i very very rarely get to do uh you know you think you're going to just need voice lessons the rest of your life and i and i know that there are definitely singers who do they need that they need to pass things through uh, a certain certain person's ears before they feel comfortable doing it and um uh you know i don't <laughs> i'm not going to say that i don't need it but um Uh, I have certainly uh, used the foundation given to me to apply to anything I'm working on. Uh, You know, there are some things I do now that I have never sung for anyone until we get in the room uh, to actually begin rehearsal. Uh, As scary as that was the first time I've I've done it. Um, But it was good. It was good to get the 50,000 mile tune up. It was great to sing... Uh, Don Giovanni, for my for my teacher, who sang it many, many, many times and had a lot of good insight. And a lot of what we did was just talk about the guy, because uh, I'm still trying to figure that part out. You know, musically, it it, it it's Mozart. You know, I, I'm, if you know the style of Mozart, that's something that's e- easily accomplished. But uh, I, I wanted to get into the guy a little bit. I'm still struggling with just exactly what this is all about. Uh, is he a sociopath? Is he Casanova? Is he is he uh, just working for his dick you know is it is it just a conquest i you know i don't know i'm i'm still i'm still on it it's funny to play that guy in in um in 2021 you know the whole thing starts with probably rape you know it's it's sort of debatable whether it's assault or actual rape um uh, but that's a that's a rough way to begin the show <laughs> It's, where do we go from here? <laughs> you know, rape and or assault and uh, then homicide—all <laughs> that in the first uh, six minutes. So it's—you <laughs> got a big hole to dig out of if you hope to be sympathetic at all. And I'm not sure he's supposed to be sympathetic. That's another uh, thing I deal with. I'm so often when I'm when I'm uh, singing something, I want I want to be liked. I want my character to be liked, even if he's a bad guy. I want there to be a human moment. Um, and that's hard to find here. I don't, I don't know if he, you know, I feel like I know people that just love all women could find something attractive about all women. Um, and, and I, and so I, I've witnessed that. I and I can sort of understand that, that mentality. Um, I also know people that are just, you know, putting up numbers, just want to, just want to be with us. You know, when I was, when, when we were in college, you know, we just knew people that were just trying to put up big numbers. <laughs> Uh, I was definitely not one of those people, but, um, uh, you know, I had, I had friends who were, and, and, you know, what everybody sort of knows the score, it's, it's, um, uh, you know, it's a way. Uh, and so I'm not sure if he's one or the other. I'm not, I'm not sure. Or if he's just a st- straight psychopath. I, I don't think he wants to commit murder. He's sort of pushed into it. He will. He will if he has to. Uh, so there's danger there, um. And he sort of has, you know, there's explosive moments within the text, but also you can sing that very charmingly, you know. Uh, plenty of times, uh, 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 a sociopath can can say something terrible very nicely. Uh, so that was the interesting part. We we sat and we chatted about that uh, quite a bit, and he and he had a lot of ideas, and and he sort of leaned towards uh this is a guy who just needs to get laid and will do whatever he has to do to get there he kind of he kind of landed there and maybe it's that simple maybe it's better if i just approach it that simple and <laughs> stop trying to be so cerebral about it but you know musically it's not um, it's not the biggest challenge uh and so once you can sing it you better start digging deeper um uh, So we did that. And my God, we had this accompanist. She rolls in. Neither one of us had ever worked with her before. And she was a a second year Juilliard student. And she came in and she had, I mean, to show her youthfulness, she had her score on her iPad, which I think is absolute insanity. But it seems like the young people want to have their score on the iPad. I can't do it. I just don't trust it. I don't trust that the thing's not going to shut off when I need it. Uh, And so she's, you know, playing Don Giovanni in this uh, iPad. And at the end of the uh, at the end of the lesson, I said my teacher, I said, uh, you know, that's great. That's the first time I've ever sung that for anyone. And this little girl, uh her name is Jin Hee at uh, Juilliard, and she stands up and she kind of laughs and she grabs her iPad and she says, That's the first time I've ever read Don Giovanni. Which <laughs> You know, I guess at that level, I guess it, uh, a, a second-year pianist at Juilliard probably can sight-read anything. But I'm telling you, she sight-read it as if she wrote it. <laughs> every tempo change, every dynamic marking, she was singing the other parts when I wasn't singing. It was phenomenal. I realize it's Mozart, and that's kind of a cakewalk for a lot of accompanists. But, but um, I mean, she had all the style, all the every marking in the score. She observed. And we were changing tempos on her constantly. You know, you, you turn the page and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're in half time And she picked it up like she wrote it. It was amazing. I immediately got all of her information. <laughs> when you find a resource like this, you better, you better claim it quickly. Because somebody like that is not going to be available very long. Uh, and then she told me she was uh, preparing Rake's Progress. And then uh, she was immediately my best friend. Uh, it's like, uh, when I, when I was doing Wozzeck, you know, I was like fishing around who has prepared Votzek? who has prepared it. Tell me, you know, I, i i found three different people who had at least prepared it once in their life. And so I just, you know, <laughs> well, money is almost no object when it comes to strange repertoire and people that know it. Um, yeah, anyway, that was incredible, but it was great to see my teacher and we had dinner afterwards and we went to, uh, Fiorello's just around the corner from his place in New York and. And it was nice to feel normal a little bit. You know, you got to show it, uh, You got to show your vaccination card to get into restaurants in New York, uh, which I wasn't. I, I I guess I had heard that, but I didn't remember that. And so, um, fortunately, I had a picture of it, which was good enough. They don't really care. It, you know, it's a rule, and they sort of have to observe it. But look, the restaurant wants to make some money. Uh, so you know, you just sort of hold your phone up with a picture, a vague picture of a of a vaccination card. They kind of put one eye on it, and they're like, "Great, sit down." <laughs> Everybody's just trying to survive. But the the restaurant we, we sat outside too, but every seat outside was taken, and it was bustling. New York really felt like it was back. And this, and the storefronts that had been closed up the last time I was there. Uh, or at least the last time I was on the Upper West Side, which was um, September twenty, uh, things felt much better, much more normal. Stores that were closed were reopened, or had new businesses beginning. Uh, it felt like it felt like things were coming back. Uh, people were people were living normal a little bit, and, and I and I think we're gonna just sort of have to live normal now. We're gonna be careful, and we're gonna wear our masks indoors when we need to, and 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 take our shots and all those things but i don't I can't imagine anybody shutting the world down again. I really can't see it i, I you know i don't i mean you know knock on whatever this is uh but um uh, i I just can't see the, like some massive shutdown. you know we opened our show, people had to show vaccinations, they wore masks so we did our show, you know that we have no special people no no extra people backstage. No party. We're not. We're not doing any unnecessary gathering. But you know, we we put the show up and people were there, and I saw all sorts of ages out there. I saw all sorts of people. You know, uh, I didn't see fear. I saw a full house, uh, and man, that felt good. And today we'll tell the story too, because matinees are very typically uh, an older crowd, and if we sell today, we're gonna we're gonna know that we're we're back, and it it, it felt great. I read this terrible article, and I, I guess it's no surprise. And you know I don't like to get political here, although I have political ideas. Uh, I saw that, the, that the four, there's four states in America that are responsible for most of the death in the country, and the four states also record the lowest vaccination rates. I don't know what more proof um, governors need to see I don't. I don't know what more proof. Like, you know, we're all supposed to have personal freedoms, and I get that, and I love that. But, but at the but at the cost of people's lives, uh, it's very strange. It's very strange. I guess if you just want to die in your home quietly, that's fine. But if you infect one other person, I don't. I'm not fine with this. Uh, or if you take up a hospital bed for for a month. Uh, I am not I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with you not getting your shot. Like we've we've presented the cure. The cure is in front of you. Uh if you don't want it. Yeah, I mean goddamn. That's a tough thing. Uh but it, you know, uh I don't feel that in New York. I feel like New York played ball. New York played ball. It, there's too many people living in one tiny space that um people are are looking out for their neighbors. They're taking care of their of the person next door, it's just the way. When you live in society, when you live in a in a group, there there is um there's a a, a non written contract that says you have to live differently. You are not in the mountains. You're not in the mountains off the grid where you can just do whatever you want. When you live that close to people, and you stand that close to them on the train, and you and your apartment is is you know on the same floor with twenty other apartment buildings, twenty other apartments. You know elevators, all these close situations, crowded restaurants, crowded city streets. We need to look after our brothers. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's it. It, it can't be personal freedom day and fuck you and I'll do what I want and I'll I'll not wear my mask and make everybody in here sick. It's um, not during a pandemic. Not during a pandemic. Uh, anyway, I I just I I've been in Chicago and I've been in New York. And and it feels very normal, it feels very normal. And and um, I have to think it's because people played ball, and got their shots, and and um, have decided to to um, you know embrace the new norm. I, I think the people avoiding shots just want things to be the way they used to be, in the good old days where we did anything we want. Yeah. I, I you know I'm not a socialist by any means, but. Um, you know, when it, when it comes to social things, I think I am. <laughs> when it comes to financial things, I'm not. But when it comes to um, taking care of your brother, taking care of your neighbor, taking care of other people, uh, I feel like we just we have to act like a group. We really do. Anyway, that's boring, right? Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, there's been a ton of reviews that have come out for the Macbeth. You know there 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 must be fifteen of them, but i I've only been able to see four or five i you know in 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 ending newspapers, for all my young people, there used to be newspapers <laughs> where you know you would actually have to go and physically pick up a newspaper to read what the news was. Uh, you know before online news was was basically ninety nine percent of what's out there uh, you know you you would get all the reviews, but right now. Everybody needs you to pay for the news, even though if you go to their website, they're showing you 15 ads along the way, but they stop the article after about half a paragraph and say, if you want to read the rest of this, you're going to have to pay a penny a month for the rest of your life, you know, or whatever, whatever, the, whatever the deal is, uh, and it's not even the money. It's the pain in the ass of signing up that I don't want to do, <laughs> so I haven't been able to read uh, most of the reviews. Uh, and I'm just completely content with that. (laughs) I think our show is great. Uh, you know, it's funny about the review, the review comes the next day or the next few days afterwards. And then you sort of have some person deciding how it went. But if you were in the theater that night, the jury's already in, um, the, the crowd has let us know how it went and, uh, the crowd opening night went crazy for it. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm convinced we have a great show. The, the, you know, the actual review is the ovation at the end of the night and, and, uh, that was overwhelming. And so, you know, ultimately what the review doesn't really matter, but I am in all of my gigantic ego curious as to what people say and what they liked and what they didn't like. And, and, you know, I have opinions about the show too, things that I think work and things that don't work. And, and I, and I'm always curious to see what, um, a professional watcher thinks, um, uh, but I can't do it. I can't do it. They want you to pay. <laughs> i don't mind paying. I just don't want a subscription to fifteen different papers <laughs> and it's not the money. I just don't want to take the time to sign up. Everybody's got your information. Everybody needs your information i We need to like simplify this to a to a thumbprint uh it's It's that I have to start typing in my address and my and somebody has to send me a code and then they need an email and then your emails inundated with all this bullshit and you, you go I I just wanted to look at one article I can't I can't get involved in all this and so subsequently I'm not seeing it and that's just fine <laughs> But uh, planes trains and automobiles for me I left New York yesterday got back this uh, yesterday afternoon I had my show today and I'm leaving for Washington tonight uh, and so uh, just um Keep this moving back, back on the uh, on the road life, uh, which is which is kind of where I'm most comfortable. But uh, it's 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 uh, I could probably use a day in between just to reset a little bit, just to do some laundry. I'm you know I'm like counting shorts and socks. I'm like I don't have enough here. <laughs> uh, but uh, the next uh, podcast will be from uh, from Broadlands on Monday, right? Yeah, I do my shows Monday and Thursday. But a lot of people talk to me about the podcast and just sort of, um, just wanting to know more about it. And it's funny, it's funny that people that, uh, uh, aren't aware of it. I mean, there's most people aren't aware of it, but in, in, in our business, a lot a lot of people are aware of it. But when I come across one that, that, uh, hasn't quite, uh, heard about it, they're amazed at how many episodes we're up to now. This has got to be 98 or 99, um uh you know uh, like what you like you have this much material out there and I, I i think about it too because there's now hundreds of hours of me just sitting here talking at you and and i get nervous <laughs> i sometimes i wake up my eyes open real big and i go oh my god there are some people that have listened to every last word of this and that is <laughs> horrifying <laughs> i i keep contending that that this has been um, healthy for me because it really has. And, and uh, on occasion I do get some hate. Uh, there's no doubt. I get some, I get some messages of people who don't like what I said or, um, uh, don't like the way I do it or, you know, everybody's, everybody's a, a critic, which is fine. Uh, but, but the overwhelming majority of, of, of the messages I get, and I do get a lot, uh, are very, very positive and encouraging. And I just received a message the other day from a, a young singer in college, uh, somebody, somebody I didn't remember, uh, but they reminded me that we had we had, had a message um, when they were leaving high school and going into college, and she had seen a performance in Chicago, and she wanted to write me to tell me how much she liked it, and and um, in that message she mentioned that she was thinking about going into music and wanted to know what I thought about that. Now, I had no idea what I had said to her. This was three years ago, uh, but fortunately, thank God, <laughs> it was very positive and encouraged her to do it and so this was her three years later telling you know just wanting to tell me again um how how inspiring my words had been to her and how she's chosen this life in art um and and is happy and um uh boy that makes you feel good somebody somebody comes to you and says oh you said something to me and it really landed i get nervous that i might have said something shitty but <laughs> uh fortunately for this one i i um I I gave her some words that that pushed her in a direction she loves. And, um, you know, I I say to her what I say to a lot of people. uh, I'm not scared of uh, life doing what I love. Um, You may not get rich, but uh, you'll be alive. And I get very nervous. You know, what makes me more scared is doing something I didn't love, uh, sitting in a cubicle, which is fine. Some people love sitting in, some people need to be in a cubicle and looking at a computer screen, but that, that scared me so much. Uh, I knew that, that taking the safe road was way scarier than going for something I loved, uh, and, and going for a career over a job. And it scared me so much that I, I worked my tail off to get it. Um, and so I wanted, to, I wanted to just reiterate that to her. I was like, well, if you reached out twice, I better be inspirational twice. And so I just said, you know, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're scared along the way here, just think about the alternative. Um, think about what you don't want to do, and that's probably what you would end up having to do. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I got a show to do. I got to go get ready. Everybody, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening, and... Um, Uh, next show from Broadlands on Monday. I love you for listening. And uh, we'll see you on Monday. Okay, thanks. Bye.